You are listening to your new puppies podcast, starting you and your dog off on the right paw. Here's your host, Debbie Salento. Hello, and welcome to episode 89 of your new puppies podcast. I'm Debbie, and Today, I want to give you some reasons to muzzle train your dog. And what I mean by muzzle training is just getting your dog used to wearing a muzzle. You know, maybe we can get a good association, but at the very least, a neutral, stress-free association with wearing a muzzle. So I wanted to do this because there are reasons that you may never thought of, or maybe the reasons are obvious but you might hesitate to do it because the bad stigma a muzzle entails. Like, we don't want to think about the fact that our dog might need a muzzle one day. But I would love to remove that stigma and see them as this really useful tool that can make a very stressful situation easier for everyone involved or a potential stressful situation for everyone involved. So here I'm going to go through a bunch of reasons to actually muzzle train your dog or learn about the different types of muzzles because there's a whole bunch for all different reasons. I'm going to give you other resources. I'm just going to put the links right in the show notes if you want to learn more. But here I just want to get the wheels turning, especially if you've never thought about doing it before. So the first and main reason I suggest it to my clients is Because even if you have a dog that has never said boo to anyone, loves being handled, loves people, you can never imagine anything ever happening. If your dog ever gets injured, if they are in pain, all bets are off. Every single dog has the potential to bite, especially in those situations. And if you are in that type of emergency situation, Wouldn't it be great if your dog has already been exposed to a muzzle instead of that being the first time that you use it because you have to, because it's necessary. Okay, so if anything, that's a situation that we want to think about. Now, even beyond this situation, there might be other places where you don't know that your dog's going to need one until your dog needs one. So this whole episode kind of came up, like the idea for it kind of came up Inside Playtime Paws Academy, which is my dog training membership, we have live Q&As every week where everybody can ask me their training questions or whatever they're struggling with. Very recently, one of my students, we already knew that, you know, we were working with her dog who doesn't really like to be handled. Well, they went for their first grooming appointment and the groomer ended up having to put a muzzle on her dog, which is fine. There are a lot of dogs that They don't like to be handled in the first place. And now this stranger is handling them with all this weird equipment around. They're going, you know, maybe they're clipping their faces. There's hair dryers going. It's it's an intense situation, especially if they've never been in it before. And I was fine with the idea that the groomer ended up putting a muzzle on her just for the safety of everybody. But I would have loved it if we knew ahead of time and could have muzzle trained her dog, gotten her already used to a muzzle before she was put into this high stress situation and was exposed to it for the first time. Another very similar situation is a vet. That's why 
my dog, Mariah, is muzzle trained because she does not like strangers. She's big stranger danger, slow to warm up. Even like people who come to my house on a regular basis, it takes her a few times before she warms up to them. It's the shepherd in her. That's what she was bred to do. She's bred to be weary of strangers. So when I put her in a vet's office with people poking at her that she doesn't know, I can see she gets very stressed out. And I've had vets take her in the back room to do their stuff. And I knew it's because they wanted to put a muzzle on her because of the signs of stress she was showing and maybe didn't want me to get upset about it, which I wouldn't, but they didn't know that. So I have her already prepared in those situations where it's necessary, again, for the safety and the stress for everybody, she's already exposed to it. So it could be that we muzzle train our dog, we expose them to to wearing it, we get them used to it so it's this neutral or even positive experience, and maybe we never need to use it, which is great, but maybe a time that we didn't expect comes up and it needs to be used and we've already exposed them to it even better. Now, there's even some reasons to think about it that have nothing to do with aggression. If you have a dog, and I've done this with a client, that eats everything, like you're on a walk and you cannot stop them. Now, every puppy goes through a phase where they put everything in their mouth. But if you have a dog who's doing it to the point where they're getting sick, where they're having to go to the vet because they just won't stop picking things up off the ground, especially if you live in an area where you can't really control that stuff. As was the case with my client where we ended up muzzle training her dog. And while we were working on the behavior modification, because it was only happening certain times, we were trying to figure out why and working on her leave it, we're going to reduce those vet visits and put a muzzle on her in the meantime. Did people think there was an aggressive dog walking down the road? Maybe, but guess what? That dog was also not going to the vet when she got home. Another reason, which is probably not as common, it's probably the least common, is sometimes it can be used as an alternative to a cone. Now, this also depends on the muzzle that you're using because like the basket muzzle, which is the one that is um, the best to use because they can eat, they can drink, they can take treats, they can pant. So it's the most comfortable and most humane, even though it looks the worst, it's the best ones to use. They're still going to be able to lick at stuff. So it's really not going to work. But my sister, for example, adopted a retired racer, so a greyhound. And they race with their muzzles on. So these dogs come like very, very comfortable wearing muzzles. So for her, it was easier to just put a piece of tape around the muzzle and have him wear that instead of a cone when he had an infection in his foot. Another situation, which seems kind of obvious, is if you have a reactive dog. You know, when they see another dog on a walk, they lunge, they bark, you know, maybe it's with people or any kind of stimulus. Some dogs do it when a car drives by. We may hesitate to put a muzzle on our dog because there's already a stigma with a dog that acts that way. Never mind put a muzzle on them too. And I totally get that. So even though it seems like an obvious situation, there's a lot of hesitation to do it because we don't want to think that that's the way our dog has to walk around. But this is another situation where we're going to use it as a temporary tool while we work on the behavior modification. And I also like to point out that when your dog has the muzzle on, the human, you, 
are probably not going to react as much when your dog starts reacting. You know, so if a dog goes by and maybe somebody walks a little too close, maybe there's an off-leash dog that you have no control over. If your dog's wearing a muzzle, you might not worry as much about what's about to happen. And when you can reduce your own stress level in those situations, and if you've never had a reactive dog, you probably don't relate. But if you have a reactive dog, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's a very hard and stressful behavior to deal with. It's also very, very common. So if you are dealing with it, you are not alone. Being on a leash is not natural for a dog. But if we can bring your stress level down and your worry and your reaction It can make such a difference in the results that we get with your dog. Plus, even though, you know, you have full control over your dog, you have your management tools in place, you can't control the people around you, like the off-leash dog or the person who walked too close or walked around the corner. But if somebody sees a dog with a muzzle walking around, you might be able to control their behavior a little bit with that because they're going to steer clear of you. They're going to make sure their dog gets to you back to them quicker if there's a dog with a muzzle across the street. That stigma might actually work in your favor if this is a behavior that you're dealing with. So those are the main reasons why I want to share with you. Because it goes from let's train them just in case. Maybe we never need it or we're going to be thankful if we ever do. And maybe there's these situations where it's obvious that It could benefit us, but maybe we hesitate because of the stigma. So let's think of it in another way as a really useful tool that we can use to help that process, that behavior modification, or just these very specific situations go a little smoother. And it can bring a stressful situation down just a little bit for everybody involved, dogs and humans. So as I mentioned, how to muzzle train your dog, and also you want to look at the different types of muzzles out there. I have a couple articles and a video link that are really useful if you want to go further. And that is all I have for you today. If you are enjoying this podcast, you can rate and review it wherever you listen. And if you would like to continue training with me, I have both in-person and virtual training sessions, including Playtime Pause Academy, which is a training membership that includes my four-week puppy course and direct access to me to ask all your training questions, including weekly live Q&As. If you would like more information on that, you can go to playtimepause.com forward slash academy. Otherwise, I'll see you back here next time. Thank you so much for listening. Bye for now.